This is Michael Popak, Legal AF. Sometimes when it comes to Donald Trump, the random assignment gods for sending certain cases to certain judges has a sense of humor. And we saw it here today in a serious case that was filed originally in federal court in the District of Columbia by the Michigan Welfare Rights Organization in a case brought by the NAACP chapter against Donald Trump and ultimately the Republican National Committee, arguing as early as the 20th of November of 2020, when the suit was originally filed, just days after the election, that Donald Trump and his henchmen, including Rudy Giuliani and others, were trying to disenfranchise Black voters in places like Detroit, Michigan, and other places. Sound familiar? It's part, if it doesn't, <laughs> go check the Jan 6 Committee report and Phony Willis's Fulton County prosecution of Donald Trump, where he's been indicted with 17 now others for doing exactly that. And ultimately, Jack Smith, D.C. case involving Judge Chutkin. What's the sense of humor part? The case when it was originally filed, and I'm going to go through the lawsuit with you for a minute because I don't think it, I think it was undercovered even on this network at the time it was filed. Um, it is seeking a declaration that the Civil Rights Act was violated because Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and others assisted and aided by the Republican National Committee tried to disenfranchise Black Americans from voting, particularly targeting them as part of their pressure campaign to stop the certification of the election for Joe Biden. And that started as early as the filing of the lawsuit on the 20th of November of 2020. The case was originally assigned, originally assigned to Emmett Sullivan, who's sort of going on retired status. It was then reassigned to Judge Anna Reyes. But now, as of today, it's been reassigned to, are you ready? Are you sitting down? Judge Tanya Chutkin. You might have heard of Judge Tanya Chutkin recently because she's presiding over the Jan 6 election interference case by Jack Smith. And she's the judge that just gagged Donald Trump from attacking continuously prosecutors by name and their families, judges by name and their families, uh, witnesses by name and their families, and using violent rhetoric as part of his campaign strategy. That Tanya Chutkin. Tanya Chutkin Jamaican-American who went to uh, law school at the University of Pennsylvania, was a federal public defender in the District of Columbia, and was appointed by Barack Obama to serve as a judge about 15 years ago. Tanya Chutkin, um, as I noted in a hot take where I did an overview of her background, which is a fascinating background as to how she got to this moment of time, and what has influenced from her personal biography, her approach to being a justice, being a judge, um, conducting a courtroom, where it comes from. But as also as part of that hot take, um, it became very um, obvious that she's a workhorse, that she did not, even though she could obviously, turn down any other work assignments in her civil docket or her criminal case docket that federal judges all have, because she took on you know, effectively the case of the century against, you know, involving Donald Trump. She could have said to the 
um, administ chief administrative judge for her district, the District of Columbia. You know what? I'm sort of all filled up with cases right now. Let me get my sea legs with the case involving Donald Trump. It's got a lot going on in there. Uh, I'm going to trial in March in that case of 2024. She didn't do that. She told the administrative judge and the clerk of the court that assigns randomly cases, I'm open, I'm available, just like the rest of my um, other colleagues on the bench. I'm not going to shirk my responsibility to take on cases. And lo and behold, as you can see from what we're posting here on the docket, it got randomly assigned to her. The case is important. And even though the pressure campaign and the violation of the Civil Rights Act is not at the core of the current criminal cases against Donald Trump, I think it should be. It's appropriately being handled on the civil side by the NAACP, which is claiming, which first is yelling foul and, and enough and stop attacking as part of your pressure campaign trying to and stop trying to disenfranchise black Americans. We didn't cover it at length on Legal AF, not because we didn't think the case was important. There was just a lot going on in November of 2020, and this one sort of flew below the radar. Um, there has been some motion practice in the case, as indicated by the docket. There's been a motion to dismiss. There's been a second complaint filed. The uh, the uh, Republican National Committee came in. A whole bunch of lawyers came and went in the case, including for Donald Trump. But ultimately, um, right now, what is pending in front of Judge Chutkin who knows Donald Trump really well from presiding over all the Jan 6th cases of insurrectionists who she either handled in a bench trial and or sentenced them in her um, sentencing. Remember Donald Trump, if you don't know, I'll say it out loud. Donald Trump tried to disqualify her, move, you know, filed a motion to recuse her, to take her out of the case, which she denied after analyzing all of her viewpoints and all of her opinions that she's formed and concluded that she can be and will be fair and impartial. We know that by the way she's been handling the courtroom for Donald Trump. She made it clear in the criminal cases, including just recently during the hearing that was held this week, that she is not going to give him any additional favor or any benefit because he used to be the president of the United States. As she has said time and time again, I don't care what his day job was and I don't care what his former job was. He is um, a defendant in a criminal case facing four felony counts. He is, um, his liberty is released, but he is continue to be administered and governed by the criminal justice system. He only has liberty because uh, Judge Chutkin gave him liberty and release from pretrial detention pursuant to conditions and her own and his own personal recognizance, which she mentions all the time on the docket, defendant released on personal recognizance. Um, that means you are in the system, Donald Trump, and you are only walking the streets and in the sunshine because I, the federal judge in the black robe, allow you to. For me, having life insurance and understanding the importance to protect your family and everything you've worked so hard for is crucial. I recently got married. And that peace of mind, knowing my family would be okay in a worst case scenario, is so important. It is never too late to get coverage. Select Quote has helped people save 50% or more by shopping highly rated insurance carriers. They do the legwork and research for you. Listen to this Select Quote found a 40 year old man a $500,000 policy for only $18 a month. And all of this was in minutes. 
Want to cross this off your list fast? Select Quote can offer up to $2 million in instant affordable coverage with no medical exam required. So whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, their licensed insurance agents can help you find the right policy for you, your family, and your budget. Plus, quotes are completely free and take only minutes. We're all busy, but do me a favor. Take a couple of minutes today to get your free quote. Go to selectquote.com. That's select quote.com details on the sample rate at selectquote.com and so we uh, she's made it clear that her number one her pole star her north star that governs her rulemaking her decision making in the courtroom is the protection of the administration of justice from any type of acting out or bad behavior by Donald Trump that could disturb that it's all she cares about and as part of administrating or being a minister of justice, she takes on cases. And so this case went from, in quick succession, Judge Emmett Sullivan to Judge Reyes, now to Judge Chutkin. So she's going to come to this case. I know that Donald Trump's going to jump up and down and try to recuse her again, try to file a motion to disqualify her. But he just lost that two weeks ago in the Jan 6th election case. He's not going to win it here. Well, yes, Judge Chutkin is a person of color. I'll just say the obvious. Yes, she's Jamaican-American. She was born in Jamaica and raised in America and is a patriot. Um, and comes from a strong set of family values and a strong role model in her mother, which, he, which people around her talk about. Um, and she's not a sentimentalist at all and runs a tight courtroom with a, with a, um, a tart aspect that and a sharp tongue that federal judges often have. And, um, and uh, that's where we are. So let's talk about the case that's been filed by the NAACP on behalf of plaintiffs in Michigan and its allegations that we've never really talked about at length before. Um, in paragraph two of the original complaint, it says that the defendants, Donald Trump, his campaign, and the NAACP, have turned to a new strategy. This is November of 2020. Think about that. Pressure state and local officials not to certify election results in key states and then have state legislators override the will of the people by installing President Trump's slate of electors. They've actively pursued this strategy, compromising the integrity of the election process and unlawfully interfering with the will of the voters. That sounds like the opening statement for the criminal case in Fulton County, Georgia, or for Jack Smith. I mean, that's how how dead on and how prescient this filing was days after the election, even before Jan 6th, way before Jan 6th. That was paragraph one. Paragraph two of the complaint at the time, to effectuate this strategy, Trump and others are openly seeking to disenfranchise black voters, including voters in Detroit, Michigan, repeating false claims of voter fraud, which have been thoroughly debunked. Defendants are pressuring state and local officials in Michigan not to count the votes from Wayne County, Michigan, where Detroit is the county seat, and thereby disenfranchise hundreds of thousands of voters. Defendants' tactics repeat the worst abuses in our nation's history, as Black Americans were denied a voice in American democracy for most of the first two centuries of the Republic. Paragraph three, no more. The Voting Rights Act of 1965 flatly prohibits defendants' efforts to disenfranchise black people and assault 
our republic. This is a moment that many of us hoped never to face, but here we are, and the law is clear. It's time to enforce it. That's the first two paragraphs of the complaint. And then goes on to talk about the role of Rudy Giuliani and him holding all sorts of press conferences, including the one at the Four Seasons Landscaping Company, and the role of other Trumpers to try to pressure at one point successfully places like Wayne County from certifying or delaying the certification of the vote and um, disenfranchising not just all Americans, but black Americans, because they were attacking urban centers like Philadelphia, Atlanta, Detroit, Chicago, which is overwhelmingly or more in the majority black and brown citizens, United States, um, you know, United States uh, voters, United States citizens, our fellow citizens. And so this lawsuit is still important, even though the whole fraud has been revealed and is now being criminally prosecuted because these people had their voting rights violated for a time and they helped shed the light on that and they're entitled to compensation as a result. There is a motion to dismiss the second or the first amendment complaint that's now pending with Judge Chutkin, who I'm sure based on her sober approach is going to um, rule with, uh, you know, fairly and impartially with Donald Trump. I'm sure Donald Trump will now launch a series of attacks on, right on cue, Judge Chutkin, that his new case has been purportedly randomly assigned by Joe Biden's court system, um, whatever that means. And uh, he can't get a fair shake in in Washington because he has a socialist Trump-hating judge now purportedly randomly assigned to his cases. I could write these, these social media posts myself. And that's that doesn't work in a courtroom or a courthouse or inside these processes. It only works outside for his his voters, for his Trumpers, for the MAGA, and for his fundraising. We know that. So I don't even have to wait in order to do this hot take to see what Trump's reaction is going to be. I could write it for him, right? He's so um, predictable in every everything and every way that he does it. But now he's going to have to watch what he says given the uh, gag order. Yes, it applies in that case, but she doesn't want, Judge Chutkin doesn't want to see violent rhetoric in any of those cases about anything that he's doing. And if she violates that, I think she's going to be able to put a stop to it by finding him in contempt and maybe jailing him as well. We'll follow more closely now the case of Michigan Welfare Rights Organization versus Donald Trump and the RNC. One place, the Midas Touch Network and Legal AF. It's what you think. It's the podcast that I co-founded and co-anchor at the intersection of law, politics, and justice. One place, you know where it is, right here on the Midas Touch Network. You can get our YouTube on uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Listen to audio podcasts wherever you get those from. If you like this podcast, give me a thumbs up. It helps with the ratings. So until my next podcast, until my next Legal AF, until my next hot take, This is Michael Popak reporting. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.